0: Experience the journey of creativity at Artigrau Fine Arts Festival. Join us for a weekend filled with stunning masterpieces, live performances, and a celebration of artistic expression. Artigrau brings together talented artists from around the world, transforming our festival grounds into a kaleidoscope of color and inspiration. Bring the whole family for a day of art, music, and delicious food. Artigrau Fine Arts Festival, where creativity comes to life. Visit artigrau.org for details. This podcast is brought to you by Jupiter Medical Center, rated number one for quality, safety, and patient experience. Jupiter Medical Center is your choice for world-class healthcare. With state-of-the-art facilities and leading-edge technologies, their award-winning physicians provide the highest caliber of care for the community. Jupiter Medical Center is proud to announce the opening of the all-new Johnny and Terry Gray Surgical Institute featuring the latest in innovative surgical care. To learn more, visit them at jupitermed.com. back to another episode of the Palm Beach North podcast brought to you by Jupiter Medical Center. My name is Noel Martinez, President and CEO of the Palm Beach North Chamber. And today's episode is particularly exciting because we are celebrating one of the most anticipated events here in South Florida, the Gras Fine Arts Festival. And joining us today is a longtime participant and standout figure at Gras, Sarah LaPierre. <laughs> so Sarah grew up in an artistic family, right? She grew up right here in South Florida, or she's a South Florida resident daughter of renowned painter Joe LaPierre, who a lot of us know. She developed a unique thick paint um, style that is super cool. We're going to talk a little bit about it here in a little bit. And she's super active in philanthropy, supports many, many organizations like the Quantum House. She uses her talents to help benefit various local charities. So Sarah, it's such a pleasure to have you here today. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm excited. What an intro. I'm like, whoa, I did all this.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we gotta have a little fun with it. So talk to me about, your. you know, where did you grow up? Um, where are you from? W- what was Sarah like as a kid?
1: Ah, oh, good question. I was born and raised Palm Beach Gardens, um, kind of close to the high school over there on Holly. Um, our family was a really, really active one, always in the arts community. As you mentioned, my dad was an artist. So my life was a very creative one early on. We had, you know, a home where his studio was inside our house. So there was just always painting and music happening. And that just has been ingrained in my life from a very early age. So Palm Beach Gardens is where it all started.
0: Palm Beach Gardens. So you went yeah. did you go to Palm Beach Gardens High?
1: Actually, I didn't. So I have an older brother and my brother and I were both homeschooled. Okay. About six months out of the year, we traveled because my dad was an artist. We would do the whole Florida art show circuit and season. And then during the summertime, we would go up north and do the circuit and season up there. So we'd be on the road and we'd be doing school on the road.
0: What was that like? Was it fun? Like, what do you? what is your best memories of, of traveling around doing art shows all over oh
1: the country? Oh, my gosh, yeah, it was so much fun. I mean, to me, it was also normal, right? Like, it was my average. When people asked if it felt interesting or different, I didn't know any different because this is just how I grew up. But it was so fun to get to go to these other towns, other cities, other states as a kid. And really, you know, my dad or my mom would be at the art show participating and my brother and I would just be kind of wandering around the art show, like meeting other artists, getting to see all this incredible artwork, soaking up different, like really cool spots and cities from an early age. It was such a special experience.
0: That's awesome. And then what, so we talked a lot about your dad, right? He's very, everyone knows your father. Um, Tell us a little bit about your dad. What was he like?
1: Um, uh, one of the phrases that always comes to mind for myself and for other people was larger than life. He had a really big personality and he was a big dude too. He was like six, four. Um, so not a man that you could easily miss. Um, and yeah, he was a really prolific painter, loved what he did. He had such a joy for not only creating artwork, but really encouraging other people to create artwork as well. And actually that was one of his big involvements with a show like Artie Grah, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later, he really made it a mission of his to encourage people to like find and follow their passion, especially if it was artwork.
0: At, at what point, so you grew up in this like artistic world, right? At what point do you realize, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be my career. This is what I'm going to do to make a living.
1: Definitely early on, I mean, I had such a strong example. He was a very successful artist and, you know, supported our family and we had a great lifestyle that I knew I saw that what you could do with your time and how you could translate your passion into, um, you know, a financially secure job. I mean, thankfully for me, when I said I want to do this full time or, you know, approach my parents about wanting to kind of pursue this seriously, They weren't afraid of it, you know, as so many parents have that kind of step back moment if their kid says they want to be an artist of like, well, don't you want to do something more reliable or, you know, be a doctor or be something that you can count on a paycheck for? They didn't have that because he was a strong example of how you could financially succeed as an artist and, you know, be your own business and work as an entrepreneur and apply that to your passion. So yeah, I think I knew, I mean, I went to Palm Beach State College. I got my associate's degree. That was kind of a like, okay, family. I did like my little bit of college got my paper. that you required. I got my paper. I really just want to get to work now. And most of my time at college, while I had a great experience, Palm Beach State was wonderful for me. Um, and it was important. There were stepping stones that were good for me there. I knew the whole time that this is just leading into me painting full time.
0: So yeah. you, you said business. Right. Entrepreneur. I mean, this is, you know, the chamber is all about the business community. So people don't realize how what it what's it like being an artist all day long. So walk us through that. Like, what is a typical day for Sarah LaPierre look like?
1: That's a good question. And it is an interesting one, because so many times I come across um, the sort of statement, which is really harmless and it's not negative, but it's the statement of, oh, you're an artist you must just love what you do and you paint all day and that's like all you have to do what a life you know it's
0: not what it's work
1: it's like this beautiful (laughs) bohemian dream and i get it that is the dream for sure but if you want to be a successful artist and make it a business then you absolutely have to do you know the details that come along besides painting the majority of what i do is is well not even the majority a balance let's call it is creative And then it's, you know, admin, it's answering emails, it's putting my work out there, it's applying to events, it's managing events, it's setting up all of those, you know, dots, dotting the I's, crossing the T's that get me into a show like Artie Gras and get me prepared for that. So right now I have a studio in West Palm Beach and my daily routine is I kind of, get in there. I try and get my creative energy, like I'm most creative in the morning and I have like the most, you know, energy. I'm ready to go, ready to get painting first off. So I get in and I get painting. I work on something for a couple hours, whether that's a completed painting or it gets me started on the next thing. And then I get into emails and then I get into, you know, the space I'm at now is also a big event space. It's the Peach. It's an artist collective in West Palm Beach. Um, and we host a lot of events. We host creative workshops. We have groups coming in. We have live music and all sorts of things going on there. So it's a it's a mix of, yeah, of everything.
0: So you do a lot of shows or you don't do a ton of shows. You do a few shows a year, right?
1: So what I do now, I growing up and like getting into this career, I started actually Artie Graw was my first official art show on my own. Um, I did the Emerging Artist Program, which is still to this day one of my favorite things about Artie Graw. Um, But yeah, I did the whole season. I did almost every weekend or every other weekend, I would be at an art show and I'd be traveling all across South Florida and taking my artwork with me, you know, setting up the booth, doing the whole festival for the weekend thing.
0: It's It's a lot lot of work. work. It's a lot of
1: work, Um, but I did that for about 10 years. And then um, more recently I decided to pull back and kind of try and focus my energy on my community. And I realized I was spending so much time hopping around to other communities that it was really hard for me to give back more where I was. So I wanted to kind of pull back my energy, get a little bit more rooted into the environment here. And it's made a big difference for me. I'm really enjoying the process now of feeling like a local artist and, you know, feeling connected to the community here and being able to support myself and support other creatives here in a different way now. So the only art show I do, the only arts festival is Artie Girl. It's once a year. It's a big yes. one for me. Yes,
0: yes. I love and to hear
1: that. It was, it was interesting to kind of take that step. Um, but I do, you know, I am predominantly a self-represented artist, which means I'm selling my work as opposed to galleries or other entities selling my work. So I have, you know, work that's available on my website, through social media, like all of these new modern avenues that you have as an independent artist are the things that I use.
0: So is the only show. Why Artigraw? What is it about Artigraw that... And and not that this is not about Artigraw. Today we're here to talk about you, but why Artigraw? Why is that the only show?
1: I mean, I've always loved that show. I've... It's been a part of my life. My dad participated in it. Um, It's a gorgeous show. Not only, like, the setting is wonderful, It's operated so professionally and so excellently. It's just on another standard. I really love the caliber of artists that I see there. You know, those are kind of the artists that I want to be around. Um, It's exciting for me to see that show every year and what artists come out. And I know every year it's an incredible crowd. It's people who are not just there to kind of fill their time. They're there because they want to support artists. They want to purchase artwork. They're interested in collecting original artwork that speaks to them. So you bring out, like, a really unique crowd, and that's that's why it's Artigraw for
0: me. Hey, I've got to have you doing some of these Artigraw commercials. <laughs> I, I mean, my goodness, that was awesome. Thank you so much for saying that, and we absolutely love you. Like, you are part of the Artigraw family. So I didn't tee that question up, but thank you. Uh, we couldn't have said that any better, and we feel the same way about you. You know, you've you, we feel like you've grown up in Artigra and you're part you know you're part of who we are so thank you for saying that
1: I'll tell you it also helps that it's in Palm Beach Gardens yeah and I don't have to you know go get an Airbnb go get a hotel room I get to sleep in my own bed it's it's just the perfect mix for me
0: so staying on the business side of things what what are the biggest challenges that artists are facing right now
1: Ooh, I mean there is kind of an interesting thing about how quickly this area is growing and how much we know that there's, you know, that there's spaces, homes, offices with empty walls that need artwork, right? But it's about being discoverable. And however that happens for artists, it's different ways. So whether you're somebody who needs representation in a local gallery, I would love to see more um, spaces that show art across Palm Beach County. I mean, we have some really great ones, but I want to see more still, you know, more representation of the artists that are here. A lot of the bigger galleries that we see are representing artists from New York, Miami, phenomenal talents, but not necessarily showcasing who is here, who's here year round, who has their lives here. Um, So yeah, representation is a big one, making sure that there's venues available to artists who are, needing to show their work, whether that's at a festival or through a gallery or, you know, local businesses that support having artists on their walls.
0: All right. So let's talk a little bit about your style, right? You, I talked a little bit about it when I was introducing you. It's called acrylic impasto. Correct. I think I said it right. Yes. Kind of tough to say. Fancy word for thick paint.
1: Thick paint. That's it.
0: Um, And it's, it's like your style. Like when you think of Sarah, that's what you think of. So talk to me about that. How did you develop this technique? Where did it come from?
1: So impasto is something that's been around, right? It's not new. You can see it in some old masters. It's been around. It is, for whatever reason, I don't understand why it's not more popular of a technique. I love it. I'm just always attracted to textural artwork. Like that's one of the first things I notice about a piece, maybe besides color, I'm looking for texture, whether that's, you know, in a fabric or a ceramic or wood or anything, painting of course, I'm just noticing that. So that's what I gravitate towards. It's a really fun way for me to paint because it involves a lot of movement. And you've seen my artwork in person. I tend to paint pretty large, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So for me, painting gets very physical. And it's like a whole kind of meditation thing for me where I get into my zone and I get moving around. So impasto just lends itself to that kind of like flow where i'm not being really photographic and precise and i'm not making these tiny little brush marks that lead into like a really detailed piece i get to be loose it's a little expressionism like it's just it's a fun way for me to move and kind of communicate through texture
0: and it's messy because it's, it's everywhere messy. typically i was teasing <laughs> you earlier you weren't wearing your full-on suit that's usually covered usually, in paint.
1: absolutely covered head to toe Um, Yeah, there's a reason I wear that's like my uniform when I'm in the studio because I've just ruined way too many clothes. (laughs) So now I get the, you know, I get the suit, get it on, I can get all my, that's I waste less paper towels that way. Um, by just wiping my brush or my knife off on my clothes.
0: Does it ever get too stiff where you get stuck? Like oh, I have to
1: retire some of the overalls for sure, where they're like stand up on their own, you know. And I'll save them. Maybe they'll be in some collection of interesting things that Sarah owned one day. But yeah.
0: Do you do you only do this on canvas, or are there like other you know where else can you? paint this impasto?
1: Predominantly, okay. I do it on canvas. That's how I like to work. It's got a flexibility to it that way. You can kind of push and pull into canvas a little bit more, but I've painted on, you know, on board, on different surfaces. Um, canvas is just kind of the number one for me that I like to work on.
0: Got it. And Let's talk about the subjects that you paint. So how do you choose your subjects, right? You're typically, you do natural kind of like beach settings and, and beautiful trees. Like we're we're... Is, that, is it always some sort of landscape?
1: or I'm predominantly a landscape painter. I call it like landscapes and sort of Florida iconography. So things that we think of when we think of Florida, you know, different birds, different animals. Um, but certainly the settings, I paint them because those are just the places where I want to spend more time. And whether those, you know, paintings are kind of a reflection of the time I'm spending outside or they're capturing a moment in time, you know, of this beach that looked a certain way back, you know, this year might not look the same as we know in a couple of years. So it's kind of capturing this little time capsule in a painting. Um, And I like those moments. And like I said, I'm, I'm somebody who's happier and more inspired the more I'm outside. So why not kind of bring that into my painting as well? And I know a lot of people find joy and peace In those kind of settings as well, especially when you have that brought into your home or brought into your office, my artwork is ending up in people's lives, which is incredibly touching to me. Every time I stop and think about it, that somebody has, um, you know, traded their time, money, whatever, to have a piece of my artwork in their home, it's incredibly special that they're choosing it, that they want to spend their time and, you know, have their kind of moment of peace with this painting or whatever they enjoy about it. It's just such a special thing to share with somebody.
0: It's got to feel amazing, right? Your artwork is in, in homes and businesses all over the world. Like, that's got to be so cool.
1: It's kind of wild. I mean, <laughs> when I think of how many paintings I've created and the fact that, you know, the majority of them have gone out to live with other people, um, it is it is really special. <laughs>
0: So I talked a little bit earlier, we, you know, we, we talk a lot about community and, and you're part of this community. You, you're part of us. Right. Um, what you know, talk a little bit about your philanthropy work. You've done a lot of work with a lot of local nonprofits. How have you done that? And, and how has working with those nonprofits influenced your artwork?
1: It's always been important to me. And it's always still a learning process as well. I don't want to say this to say that I've found the method of that is perfect for anything. You know, I try to look at my art business and honestly my life as a bit of an experiment, which allows me the flexibility to maybe make some mistakes or go down paths and try things to see if they work. And if they don't, then I pivot. But the way that I've kind of approached, you know, working with philanthropy and finding businesses, nonprofits, whoever to partner with um, are obviously they're one things that I see immense value in. So Entities like the Quantum House or Place of Hope, um, you know, that I I just know there's incredible need of those organizations. And if I can align my artwork somehow in a way that is able to give back and also inspire at the same time. So a lot of times I'll do live paintings at events. I've
0: seen you do it. It's so cool. (laughs) Whether it's like
1: a gala or something more casual, um, it's definitely a way to as an artist give back and kind of, you know, also excite a community and see see like seeing people's eyes kind of light up when they realize how we can all support each other and how these things can be integrated. And it doesn't just have to be, um, I don't know, another, you know, dinner plate that you (laughs) paid a lot of money for. That works, obviously it's a system that works, but adding something a little special and being able to, you know, use my artwork in a way that can give back has been incredible. I don't know if that really answers the question. No, it does. Well. It
0: does. It, it, it definitely does. I mean, I felt it. I'll tell you that. So you've had a pretty cool career. Like you've done some pretty cool stuff already, right? It's such a young age, you've got some great um, you know, muscles that you've hit. So is there any memorable experience or a story from some sort of art show or something that, that really sticks out in your brain? You're like, man, that was really, really special.
1: Gosh, it has been many years of art shows, so that's kind of a long line of like. Let me go back in the Rolodex, and there's things that pop out immediately. And I don't, I'm, I don't mean this at all to line up so perfectly, but truly, there a lot of them are at Artie um, I've had you know so many moments. So like, I'll just for one example, last year, it might seem like a little thing, um, but it was huge to me where a mother and daughter who have been watching, found me on Instagram, right? Have been watching my live streams um, when I started streaming through the pandemic, when everything kind of shut down. And I was, as an artist, a little bit freaked out of thinking, how am I gonna sell my artwork if I'm not able to go to shows or represent myself at a space anymore? What is that gonna look like for me? So I just decided to let me start streaming. It'll have, you know, a community connection. I'll still be able to reach people. So I was just painting every, I think I was doing it every Sunday. And then I had these things called mini Mondays where I would paint miniature canvases every single Monday and people knew to expect that every Monday. And then at 7 p.m. they would go on my website and they could be for sale. Anyway, long story short, I had this mother and daughter who would watch every week and they got so excited every week. And you know, I got multiple nice messages from them on Instagram. And then eventually I think it was two years later um, they flew down for Artigra. They were based in Pennsylvania. Oh, and they, was it was so special to, to finally meet them. And, you know, they ended up purchasing a piece that they both picked out together. And it was just such a beautiful moment. And actually, I know now that they're becoming a part-time resident in Palm Beach Gardens, yes. which is amazing. Good,
0: good, good. But, good.
1: Um, but, yeah, it felt so incredible that I got, you know, sort of just accidentally connected to this person And her family in Pennsylvania, and they happened to enjoy my work, and it became a part of their weekly routine. And they eventually, like I said, flew down to the show. That was that was such a first for me, where I was just kind of blown away.
0: That is such a great story, my goodness! Sweet. All right, so Pink Waves, tell me about that. So you got to be the curator for the Pink Waves exhibit. Tell me a little bit about that for. For everyone listening or watching that doesn't know what Pink Waves is, tell tell us about that.
1: That was such a new venture for me. So, this is back to my studio. I moved into a new studio space last year in April. It's a part of an art collective. It's called The Peach. It's based in West Palm Beach. It's this beautiful building that's been renovated. It was actually a garage and now it's renovated into six independent artist studios. Um and we all have our own work on business, you know, separate things, but we work as a collective to host different events, and we can host events out of our spaces, should we choose to. Well, of course, when I move into a new space, it's a lot of new energy for me. You know, like it's really exciting to get into a fresh area and kind of feel it out and feel how the creativity is going to flow differently in just a different environment. So I a few months into painting and being there, actually it was maybe only two months in, I think May is when I decided that I really wanted to have a group show. There's some artists that I'm getting more connected to or some that I just kind of met that I was inspired by their work or whatever they were doing. And I wanted to see specifically women artists highlighted in a stronger way. So I actually partnered um, with a local curator, Gabby Viteri. She and I worked together on developing this show of 22 women artists, all local, all um, we had. Most of them were Palm Beach County. We had two Martin County residents and one Miami-Dade County resident. Um, But yeah, all local women artists. And it was for the entire month of October. So I took down my whole studio, all my setup, everything that normally makes me function as an artist, that all came away and painted the walls pink. I mean, it was floor to ceiling. Like the whole thing was pink themed. And we did a wonderful tie-in. It was the month of October. So we did uh, tie-in with, worked with... um, Shoot, I'm going to forget the name now. Uh, Cancer. uh, Thank you. Uh, Promise Fund of Florida. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Sorry.
1: Um, So we worked with Promise Fund of Florida and were able to, you know, help raise them funds and awareness for them because they're a local entity as well. And what they do to help women in, you know, through health crisis is incredible. But yeah, that was such a new role for me to take on. I had never curated anything or, you know, tried to be, an event planner or all of the things that come along. And it was so, so special. I mean, I am just, I was beyond delighted. I'm still delighted that it happened. Um, I think I was riding a high for another two months still after the show. So it was, yeah, it was a really special experience. It's something that was truly one of a kind. I don't know if it'll happen again. If it happens in a different way, a new iteration, I have no idea. Um, But it was a role that I, I really enjoyed curating. It was a special thing to be able to, you know, work with artists in a different capacity and really show them off in the best ways that I know how. And I think Gabby and I did that really successfully. We had an opening that was a kind of VIP experience. You know, all the artists get together and we have kind of a smaller opening which was supposed to be about 50 people and it turned into about 100 people, (laughs) which was great. (laughs) And then we had a grand opening, which ended up being about 500 people in attendance. And we were kind of just blown away by all the positive feedback and how excited the community was. And one of the factors that made it a little extra special was not only that the exhibit was, you know, all this incredible pink artwork that was all so different in its style and approach, but everybody at the opening wore pink and it was a it was just a really fun environment it was very uplifting um people who you just normally wouldn't think would attend um something like that really had a good time coming out because it was a different sense of an art exhibit so we had fun with it
0: awesome well let's look forward a little bit right so how do you you know see your art evolving in the future right and are, are there any new projects anything anything cool coming up that we need to know about Oh, gosh. Other than Artie Gras? Other than Artie Gras. When this comes out, you know, Artie yeah, Gras is going to be the right weekend. Right the corner. Yeah,
1: yep. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Um, there's always evolutions. You know, as an artist, that's one of the special things is that there's never a, a pinnacle, a moment that's like, okay, I've done it. I've made it. I've progressed all the way to master, and now I'm here, and I kind of just sit back. Um, it's always a continuation Uh, learning something, trying something new, getting to experiment. I think um, something that I'm really looking forward to next that's sort of a different iteration of my work is a series that I've slowly been working on and will have, again, a little bit more time to post Artigraw, is a, um, a found object series. So it incorporates my thick paint, my impasto painting, but it's also incorporating objects that were kind of would otherwise be trash, basically. So either they're things that I've literally found on the beach or on a nature walk, or I go to this wonderful place called Resource Depot. Yeah, you gotta plug a Resource I Depot. I love, and my studio is really close to them, so it's a dangerous mix. But um, I you know, can get items from them and incorporate all these really interesting new textures because there's things like plastics, glass, fibers, like all of these elements um, what you might know is like mixed media and apply them and make my visuals out of those instead of just paint. So a new mixed media series is something that I'm really looking forward to kind of diving more into next.
0: So we've, we've got to kind of wrap things up here uh, pretty shortly, but I I, di- I really want to ask you a question about, you know, what what kind of advice would you give Sarah when she was young or someone that's coming up that wants to be an artist? Yeah. What kind of advice would you give
1: them? Um, I mean, I I feel like I try to to do this a lot. You know, people reach out to me, whether on Instagram or in person, and I try to be available for advice um, and kind of be an open book and resource for younger artists. So I'm glad you asked that question. I would say, you know, there's so many ways to be a professional, successful artist um, that if you're young, there's plenty of time to experiment. I am young-ish, young adjacent, and there's still time to experiment. So, you know, if you're somebody who really is a great people person and you thrive off of the, you know, the energy of being around and being in community, then there's great places to get plugged in. You know, you can one of the wonderful resources that we have here in Palm Beach County is the cultural council. Mm excellent excellent resource for local artists. Um, also finding communities like the Peach Art Collective or other places where artists are gravitating towards find yourself a mentor or somebody that you can kind of you know have a conversation with more directly and see what has worked for them in their career and what hasn't so really you know as much as you can be a part of your community and experiment because there's no one right way
0: That's- really yeah, that's really, really good advice. Anything that you want to end with, What? where can people find you? If someone has has not followed you on social media yet, how do they find Sarah LaPierre?
1: Thank you. Important question.
0: Important. <laughs> that's the most important question today. So
1: people can find me. I'm definitely on Instagram at ThickPaint. Um, and then also, of course, website is just my name, SarahLaPierre.com. If you want to come visit my studio in person, I'm at the Peach Art Collective, which is in West Palm Beach. You can also find all the details of that on Instagram and my website. And you can see
0: Sarah this weekend at the Girl Fine Arts Festival, which takes place on Saturday and Sunday at North North County District Park, Gardens North County District Park. So really excited to be back, Sarah. This was awesome. You, you We're dynamite. You're a phenomenal is, host. Oh this my is, goodness.
1: I, I hope it doesn't seem so obvious, but this has been my first podcast. You, you
0: said that <laughs> earlier and I'm like, you're a pro. I got to tell you guys a funny story about Sarah and I last year, we were doing an interview like pre early girl interview at like four o'clock in the morning. We were out there first thing in the morning and the news guys out there were all set up and we're all recording and all of a sudden in the darkness the sprinklers turn on and it's like live tv oh, Man,
1: i forgot about that yeah and we had a chef out there
0: food was all laid out your pain you, were, paying, you were, we paying. were like
1: grabbing whatever we could to cover those sprinkler heads like each of us was on you know we,
0: two of them at oh leave. my goodness i should have forgot to bring that up earlier but that is one of my favorite sarah la moments a good moment. That's a good moment. something we will never forget but anyways thank you all so much for tuning in sarah thanks again for being here please like follow share tell everybody about sarah tell everybody about our podcast and we look forward to seeing you guys in two weeks or see you this weekend at artigraw so have a great day see you later thank you
1: bye guys